welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, the man who pushes all our buttons in more ways than you could imagine, T-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my- <laughs> sorry, that was classic humor. My co-host, world champion in pork at the Jack Daniels World Invitational and pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. And Andy, we have a returning guest today. We do? We do. T-Bone, a returning guest today. It's a little bit early. I I don't know why he's coming back so soon. I was starting to get on the interwebs and read about who this guy was. I'd never heard of him before. Todd Johns, who uh, some of you, well, we all have heard of him, uh, from Plowboys Barbecue, is going to be on the show today, and he's got a, well, kind of a special announcement for him and his life. We won't won't say what it is yet. Yeah. He's got some news. Let me just put it this way. I saw it on Yahoo on the front page. Um... (laughs) So when you're doing something in barbecue, now I realize it's kind of geared towards me, but nevertheless, it made the national uh, Yahoo So page. barbecue and cat litter were on your <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> like there's a new dustless cat litter and... <laughs> hey, you know what? It's fragrance free. So I bought a box of it. There we go. That's not really funny. And the internet will never let you forget it. <laughs> also coming up later on the fourth segment where we talk to Andy, it is... My goodness, it's hot out there, uh, and I assume most of the country's bacon right now. Um, this is a bad bacon. Did you say bacon? Did, I, was I know. Say no, this like, is, you this have is, my attention. This is the bad. Finally, uh, this is the bad bacon, not the good bacon. Uh, it is just hot out there. It's just so hot. And uh, but we're going to talk about summertime appetizers. One oh one. When I pulled into the studio. <laughs> yeah, and that that doesn't count the heat index too. Are yeah. you kidding me? Really? Yeah, because yeah, I haven't not, been out yet. I've been here all day. Yeah, yeah, I am not kidding you. It's at one hundred and one on the. It, it's it's brutal out there, and I, uh, you know, I do a little real estate leasing on the side, and I had a showing early afternoon, and I had a gap, and I went home and literally changed my shirt because I had sweated through my shirt. Oh, I believe. Next, it. Yeah, it was gross. It was gross. Well, at least it's a moist heat. It's a very <laughs> very moist heat. It's kind of like your hot tub. So. Uh, I have to tell you a story about a buddy of mine uh, who's a DJ who goes by JD, and his mom's in Florida now, and he goes down there, and she's getting older, So he's but he's a good son, goes and visits, and he calls me about a week or two ago, and he says, dude, I got back in town. I've been in town for 10 days, and eight of those days, I've been eating barbecue. And he goes, let's go get some barbecue. And he wanted to make it <laughs> nine out of 11. Meat sweats. Yes. And I was kind of like, well... You know, I'm kind of busy. I got some stuff going on. He goes, I'm buying. And I'm like, okay, which restaurant? <laughs> you know, that that's all it took. So we went over to a place not too far from my house. I've been there before. Pretty good. And I get the, uh, if, if I get it like this, I'm eating there. I get the double meat platter. I get the, the brisket and the burn ends and then two sides. Oh, really good. So I got the brisket burn ends. I got the coleslaw. I got the French fries. We sit down at the table. I grab the red thing for the ketchup and I squirt it in my in my table and I'm dipping my fries into it. And ketchup? I'm, well, what place was this? 
This is for this is not on the meat. This is all for my French fries. Oh, okay. No, right. no, no. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not Patrick Mahomes. Uh-oh. But he's not dripping his dipping his fries in barbecue sauce either, like he yeah. should I, properly. At a I barbecue do that restaurant. sometimes, but let me tell you what I did. So I'm sitting there and I'm dipping my fries in there and I'm having my brisket and my burnt ends and slaw and I'm loving it and talking to my buddy and I'm starting to sweat <laughs> and I'm going, why am I sweating? And so I said to him is the AC not on very good? And he goes, no, why? I go, oh, I'm, I'm getting really warm. He goes, no, that's fine. So I keep eating, keep sweating more. Now I'm sweating a lot. And I- Sriracha ketchup, I so, bet. So I'm thinking, <laughs> what kind of rub did they put on this brisket to make it so spicy? Well, what I did was their red bottle, you know how you have little squirt bottles on the table, was not ketchup. It was their hot sauce, their hot barbecue sauce. Awesome. And some hot barbecue sauces are just kind of mildly hot. This this had some kick to it. And of course, I keep eating the fries and sweating more. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> And so finally I looked over and I see the little bottle of ketchup, which is which was kind of around. I didn't see it. And so I grabbed it, made a new little pile of, and I I was too embarrassed to tell him what happened. Yeah, when you said red bottle, I was thinking uh, in the back of my head, I can tell where this is going. It's either a hot ketchup or the hot sauce. I just felt so stupid, and I I don't know why. I mean, he and I have been friends forever, but I just couldn't admit that, dude. I've been. I've been you're. And, and your New Year's resolution for at least two years has been eating all this barbecue and you don't know sauce bottle etiquette yet. Well, okay. I'm, hang on. I'm a little scared. <laughs> it was a red, it was, okay, it was a red unmarked bottle. Okay? Which means hot. Red no. bottle is hot sauce. <laughs> no. Clear bottle is regular sauce. No, that would be ketchup. And it was not ketchup. And so, and by the way, I was almost done with the fries when I finally figured it out. <laughs> anyway, time now for our Ask Andy segment, sponsored by our August Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Smoke on Wheels Bootleg Bourbon Infused Barbecue Sauce, which will not make you sweat when you eat it, will it? No, okay. it will not. By the way, it's gluten and MSG free. You are exactly right. The newest product from Barbecue Master, whoever this guy is, Andy Groneman, Smoke on Wheels Bootleg Bourbon Infused Barbecue Sauce, just, just enough of that classic Kansas City style barbecue sauce that you can put on anything and you can get it at All Things Barbecue at atbbq.com. T-Bone, what do you got for a question today? Okay, I'm glad. We got a little time left here, so Andy, you can get into this because I want to know more. Andy, okay, what exactly is cold smoking and when does it come into play as in what do you use it for? And that's from Charlotte in Tampa. Excellent question. All right, Charlotte. Well, cold smoking... You can do a lot of different things with cold smoking, but essentially what that is is when you're smoking without the addition of of another heat source. So I would typically say you're below 150 degrees in your cooker. Um, some people might say you're even below 100 degrees, but you're gonna the the easiest way to achieve that cold smoke is to use a smoke tube. And I know I'm gonna I've got some other products we're gonna talk about later, but I've talked before about getting a stainless smoke tube right. like an amazing smoke tube which all things barbecue does carry as a matter <laughs> of fact but you load that with pellets and light it and let it start to burn and when you blow it out the airflow that's going through that tube will just let it smolder and burn back for several hours and so you get smoke from that smoldering but you don't get any heat hmm. so what i'll typically do and i've got a yell at a yoder pellet smoker uh, i'll turn that smoker on but not start it and the fan will run to let you know that it's on 
and that provides just enough airflow that you get this nice 100, 110 degree smoke rolling through your chamber. So if you wanted to smoke things like salt, butter, cheeses, anything like that, cold smoke a salmon that you've cured. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to cook the salmon. It's already cured, right? So like think of a smoked Norwegian style salmon versus like a, a plank smoked cooked salmon that's actually cooked all the way through to 140 you get that nice texture and the smoke but you haven't cooked it through so you get the to add that smoke flavor to things without overcooking them well or without cooking so let me ask you this so one day and i I, i've talked about this a long time ago i went to this one barbecue joint i go to every once in a while great barbecue and so i of course played the by the way i host a barbecue radio show and uh it got me some free cheesecake uh, and she goes, you want some of our, I think it was called smoked cheesecake. Yep. So is that like how, because you mentioned cheese, because it, it was really interesting because at first I didn't like the first bite because it was something different. But then the more I ate it, the more I went, oh, I really like this. So the cheesecake, they probably baked in the smoker because it had eggs and stuff in it. So you're cooking that through. But a block of cheese, like think of a block of Swiss or a mm-hmm. block of provolone, or you see smoked Gouda at the grocery store, okay. right? And it's got that darker hue on the outside edge. Mm-hmm. So cold smoking basically is not about cooking it's about infusing smoky goodness yes okay well you know we could have just had t-bone answer that and gone a lot quicker (laughs) Uh, i i didn't know until andy spoke hey but he brought it to the end thank you so much and we're gonna get you a bottle of barbecue bourbon infused barbecue sauce from smoke on wheels that you can get at all things barbecue Returning guest, our buddy Todd Johns from Plowboys Barbecue is coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Kais, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. And when we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for guests... Wow, you're start trying to start the digs ahead of the game. I want to start early. I want to start early. It's our good friend, Todd Johns of Plowboys Barbecue. How you doing, buddy? The cruddiest man in barbecue. <laughs> that is the crud. The crud from the bottom of the barrel. Wow. You know, I still joke. Uh, you know, you you filled in as guest host, uh, I don't know how many weeks ago, when Andy was out of town for Two. work. Was it just two yeah, weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago when I was slaying fish. And I said I was worried because the, the other time, previously when you were in the studio, you kept, Todd, you kept attacking Andy, which was wonderful because I just stealthed it. I just kind of stayed under the radar and, and, and kept out of the, any conversations and just let you just wail on Andy. That was so much fun. <laughs> and you're 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 welcome to take shots at him but i know that there's going to be some shot coming at me i think that day you were in the studio for andy i think it was like the end of the second segment and all of a sudden todd got his dig in and it was like oh yeah that's the way that goes it does like i i thought okay i'm gonna get out of here he's not gonna insult me and then he did so, and i didn't even have a comeback for it and i have a comeback so, for everything 
Yeah, it's Todd? a lion. It's it's a lion in wait. It's a lion <laughs> in wait. You got to just strategically figure out when you're gonna when you're gonna pounce with that zinger. Lion in wait. You're more like <laughs> the little gnome under the bridge, is what you are, Todd Johns. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. So so Todd, you uh you, you've had up to three restaurants going at one time. Uh one that was near my house, which I uh frequented quite a bit, and then you've had one in Blue Springs, Missouri, which is east of Kansas City. You've had one in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. And today I open up my Yahoo and on the front page of the Yahoo is Todd, Barbie, local barbecue closing restaurants. What is going on, sir? Yeah, so t- today's a very bittersweet day. We opened restaurants nine years ago, almost to the day. Um, we opened September 3rd in Blue Springs, 2013. And we are closing our doors in that location um, August 14th of 2022. And, you know... It's it's a long it's been a long run. Nine years is a long time in this industry. Someone commented today that one year in a restaurant is success. Nine years is a lifetime. <laughs> the average the average independently owned restaurant lasts four and a half years. Wow! And so so for us to do nine through a pandemic, multiple locations. Um, four concession stands at Arrowhead, five years working with the Chiefs. Um, it really has been a great run, one that I'm tremendously grateful for. And so many cooks, whether you're a home cook, um, you're a professional, um, you're out on the barbecue circuit, you're a food competitor, whatever, for people that have a passion for cooking, Every, I guarantee you, every single one of them has some little dream of opening their own place, having their own menu, cooking, serving, having people enjoy their creation. That's what cooks do. We don't, we don't cook for ourselves. We cook for everybody else. And that's always a dream. And, and I was fortunate to come out of an IT career that I was in for 20 years and was, did not come up in this industry at all. Um, didn't have any family that came in. You know, I don't have parents that had a restaurant, grandparents that had a restaurant, um, totally kind of self taught in a way. And, you know, just was fortunate to be able to actually make that dream happen for a little while. And, um, I'm just so, so grateful for these last nine years um, well, and you, but, you hit the nail on the head when you said that, you know, we cook for others because, you know, you and I come from the same background there. And mm-hmm. when you when you look at, at the stories today, Beloved Casey Area Restaurant, Plowboy's Popular Barbecue Restaurant, all of the stories are talking about uh, the bittersweet nature of it and, and mm-hmm. the the impact that you had on the community. And, and that really is what it was about or is about. So it, it's awesome to see that. I, I mean, I know it, it is bittersweet, but it's great to see that that is also the view of, you know, everybody that, that is uh, commenting on it out there. Yeah, well, that's what you want, right, Andy? I mean, you, you want to have a positive impression and you want to have hopefully a legacy that's more than just 
you know, we made a bunch of money selling barbecue. And so, um, yeah, it's, um, so from that aspect of it, just the outpouring of support, I'm telling you that it, uh, in all honesty, it's tenfold what I thought. Like I, I, I told the team, I said, look guys, we're getting ready to announce this and here's what you're going to find. And it's going to last for just a little bit and then it'll be gone. You're going to have, you're going to have our fans that are going to be sad to see us go. They're going to want to come in and get their nachos for the last time. And cheesy, or their cheesy, cheesy potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> so, you know, they're going to want to come in and get their burn-ins and their nachos, which is what we've been known for. Um, and then you're going to have the haters, the people that, you know, right or wrong, you know, they, they got a beef and, and sometimes it's, they legitimately have a beef. Um, and so, you know, we forgot sauce in their in their bag for the 20th time. I mean, it's just when you, when you have a business that's run by people, mistakes are going to happen. It's just going to happen. And it's how you respond to them. That is, is important. But, but so I prepared the team, like, you know, you're going to, we're going to get a lot of, there's going to be a lot of chatter and it's going to be a little bit of both sides and just, you know, um, have some thick skin and, um, you know, appreciate the things that are, that are being said that are positive. And, um, but gosh, it's been tenfold, uh, in a positive way. Well, you, um, you know, very, the, very, the, very humbling. The thing about humbling. barbecue that I think res- barbecue restaurants, I should say that people do not realize. And I probably didn't think about it until I started hosting the show is making barbecue is a long process. It's not like grilling a hamburger and it takes four minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. And you go in there and normally, because everything's prepared, you're served fast. So you think of it as fast food, but it's anything but fast food because of all the long preparation that goes into putting together a barbecue restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. And from the very beginning, you know, when we would run out of something and, you know, someone to be upset that I'm, we're out of ribs or we're out of brisket or whatever, it's like, you know, when, when I run out of brisket, I can't go back to the freezer, get a box of hockey pucks <laughs> and throw them on the grill like McDonald's and I'm back in business. It's like, if I'm out of brisket, see me tomorrow. It's, it's, uh, that's, yeah. that's the nature, and that's the nature of that's all barbecue of restaurants. Yeah. That's the nature of all barbecue restaurants. And normally, you know, you guys have it more than some other, some other places like when we're done, we're done. Uh, but we're talking with Todd Johns, our good buddy from Plowboys Barbecue, who will soon be closing the barbecue, uh, his restaurants. If you're like, say, in St. Louis, I would make a trip to Blue Springs, Missouri. It's worth the drive to check it out one more time before he closes down. And of course, he's got the, the location in downtown. We'll also be talking about his spices and rubs, which you can get anywhere in the world at any time. Again, talking with Todd Johns from Plowboys Barbecue. We'll be talking more barbecue coming up next on Barbecue Radio Network. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Kias, along with our producer, T-Bone, and our co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Andy Groneman. And we got Todd Johns, also a pitmaster from Plowboys Barbecue. By the way, you can check out Plowboys Barbecue. He's got sauces and rubs, just fantastic products. Um, anywhere all over the world. Um, one place I will suggest is at All Things Barbecue, AT, atbbq.com. So check it out there. Um, Todd, I've got two questions for you before I let you and Andy go at it. My first question is this, because you are closing your restaurants, which is, of course, is, is sad, but you know we, we understand what's going on. 
But my question is, now that you're closing it, are you going to tell everybody listening to Barbecue Radio Network the recipe for your cheesy potatoes? I'm sorry, you're cutting out. What? <laughs> oh, Dave. Nice that try, though. That was good. That was good. <laughs> nice try. I, I, think, I think I went through a tunnel. I, I think you did. I think you did. I Actually, what I'm going to do is uh, when I get out to your place, because I'm going to get out there as many times as I can before you close, is I'm just going to just I'm going to get up there and they go, oh, you want a, a pint of it? No, just give me the pan. Just give me that whole pan <laughs> of cheesy. Can, can you? By the way, can you freeze the cheesy potatoes and then heat oh, them yeah. up? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my freezer is going to be full. I told you, I said you just go get the whole darn sheet tray and freeze them. (laughs) I'm going to. I am now. So just just tell them out there in Blue Springs just to fill it up because Dave's coming. So, so Todd, here's a question for you. Um, And and I'll preface this by saying I'm, I'm you know, Facebook with a lot of barbecue people on Facebook. And one person said one day, kind of half joking, half serious, Two secrets to open a barbecue restaurant. And it said, number one, don't. And number two, it said, thank you. Or you're welcome, is what it said. (laughs) So here's the question for you. What would you tell someone considering opening their own barbecue restaurant before they commit? Well, two answers. One, the secret to making a million dollars in a barbecue restaurant is to start with two million. (laughs) Absolutely true. but, But here's, so here's the advice that I legitimately give people. First of all, I'm going to spend 30 minutes telling you why you shouldn't Mm. do this. And if you still want to talk after 30 minutes, then we'll seriously talk about it. Um, and, and in any business, I'm making this number up, but there's 10 things you have to do well, right? I mean, it's, it's not just, you can be a good cook or you've got an award-winning smile or whatever, right? You need to understand the numbers. You have to understand service. You have to understand so many different things. There's a legal aspect to it, um, risk mitigation. There's so many things that you have to be good at. If you want to do this because you are you love to cook, don't do it. Um And I think most people, again, we talked about every cook has a dream of I'm going to open my own place and create my own menu. And if you're, if that's your dream that you're going to every day, just wake up and you're, you're going to put your head in a smoker and, and produce these wonderful creations. And then every now and then you look out in the dining room and see everyone just enjoying your creations. If you think that's going to be your life, do not do it because it won't be. And there's so many other things. And then you have to realize some of those 10 things you're not going to be good enough at. And so you have to be okay with that. And so for me, for example, I am a back of the house guy. I can create all kinds of systems in the back of the house. I am not a front of the house person. I, I can work a 10 hour shift in the kitchen. No problem. You put me in the dining room. I'm done after about 90 minutes. <laughs> and that, that's just how I am. That it zaps my energy. That's not where well, I'm well, comfortable. Todd, we, we've known for a long time. You're not a people person. I mean, we've, we've, <laughs> yeah. we've known that for you Jeez. being on the show. So right. Right. But exactly. give you a brisket. You're a happy camper. <laughs> the cow <laughs> so, doesn't so talk. Those... The cow doesn't talk back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. Um, <laughs> 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 so that that's you have to understand that about yourself and you have to understand that it's a complex whatever the business is it's a complex business and you have to be honest with yourself and say 
this is what I'm really getting into. And then the other thing I tell people is you have to decide going in, what's my number? What is it that I need to make from this to support my family, to have the lifestyle I want, whatever that is. And can I get there? And you have to start with that in mind because it, you can't just hope that you're going to get there. You have to have a plan to get there because ultimately this is your livelihood and this is how you're supporting yourself, your family, the things that you want to do, your future, whatever. So, you know, too many times I think we, we jump into things with a hope and a prayer and uh, a dream of how it's going to be, but we haven't really thought through how we're going to get there. And what's been interesting, especially through COVID, is uh, food trucks, at least in the Midwest here, I know they've been a thing other places, but they really took off during COVID because brick and mortars were shuttered. I mean, you just couldn't do it, whether your employees were uh, out or whether you were quarantining or whether people just weren't out. And it's been interesting to see several places that have started, uh, they started as a pop-up. And then they mm-hmm. had a food truck and then, so they, they kind of dipped their toe kind of, okay, now I'm up to my waist and now they're ready to go. Okay. Maybe I do want to do this or they jettison it and sell the food truck and run. Right. Uh, right. So here's, here's the crazy part about the food truck thing is that, um, you're better off staying a pop-up you're better off. And this is what we're seeing is a lot of barbecue guys, hooking up with breweries breweries want to brew beer Mm. and they're they're you know the craft nature of breweries small breweries and the craft nature of barbecue it's just two different platforms but the same mentality and um it's a passion it's an art and so the two really go together so in kansas city we have a tremendous brewery scene and a lot of them have you know people coming in and doing pop-ups and that's great because you know you can get to your venue and you know that it doesn't matter what the weather is. And all of these factors that food trucks have to deal with, you don't have it if you've got a good solid partnership with a place like a brewery. And so I, that's what I love seeing coming out of COVID is these partnerships with like-minded businesses like a brewery and a barbecue coming together and saying, look, I don't want to brew beer. Well, I don't want to cook barbecue. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's put Let's it together. together then. Peanut yeah. butter and chocolate. <laughs> hey, because Todd, here's, go ahead. Todd. Here's, the th- here's the thing about food trucks is if your truck breaks down on the way to the event, <laughs> you, start you are, selling. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's true. You're done. And, and all the investment in the food and the prep and all that is now a loss. So um, I, I love the pop-up thing and kind of making it a semi-permanent thing. I think that's a great opportunity for people that want to come and test the waters. Yeah. So, Todd, we are under two minutes left. I'm going to put you on the spot really quickly. Let's do a Plowboys rub. What do you put it on? So, give me something really quick in, in like one minute to help the backyard barbecuer. Um, I, I'm loving my jerk rub, and I it's a relaunch. Um, love it on fish. Mm. and um love putting it on like a white fish and throwing it on a plank and putting it out on the grill gas grill charcoal grill doesn't matter um to me it's it's uh you know get out of your comfort zone a little bit you know don't just do briskets and burgers and hot dogs and and for me that jerk rub on a pork tenderloin is is pretty stellar Mm. yeah or some wings and 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 quickly mention one of your sauces for us 
Um, well, the hothead sauce is my personal favorite. It's kind of a Kansas City style, but with some habanero thrown in. A little in. kick so in there? A <laughs> little, little bit of kick. And so it's great like on beef, and that's that's my go-to. That's weird. That sauce is just like you. It's kind of uh, Kansas City with a little kick to it. There you go. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw is right. And that that's uh, based on the Casey Crossroads, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, so it's a Kansas City style sauce, but it's a hot version of it, and it's yeah. one of those that builds. Sounds delicious. Hey, once again, we want to thank our good buddy Todd Johns from Plowboys Barbecue. Of course, this is the last time we'll ever. Ha- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you're in the Kansas City area, be sure to check out Plowboys because it will be closing up on August 14th out in Blue Springs. And next segment, I'm going to be hitting Andy up as we're going to be talking about our product spotlight and some summertime apps next on Barbecue Radio Network. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits. They are fantastic. They've got commercial and residential smokers. And again, check them out at oldhickorypits.com. And please support your local barbecue joints. I know I have been over the years. They love me, and I over-tip because that's what I do. Nothing. Okay, just seeing if you guys are awake. Uh, If you're ever in Phoenix, Arizona. You just ruined it. (laughs) Well, I was. I catch you guys up for an insult, and then you just let me fly. No, I do Todd's the one that does that. I know you're already <laughs> mentally scarred, but we're not here to insult he, you. He Dave. wants more abuse. It's I, very strange. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with abuse. I I dish it out. I'm expecting to take it, and I set you guys up, and then you just stared at me like deer headlight. Okay. Anyway, when you're in Phoenix, Arizona, check out Bobby Q BBQ. That's Bobby Q BBQ. It's a restaurant and steakhouse. Now, there's your combination right there. Restaurant and steakhouse. And you can check Sounds them Sounds expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's expensive, including my ex-girlfriend. 8501 <laughs> North 27th Avenue in Phoenix. And while you're in Phoenix, please listen to us. You, you just got to talk to her. She cut me a deal. <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to us at KQFN. 1580 AM, The Fanatic. They are talking sports, and you can check them out at 1580thefanatic.com. All right, turn time now to turn to my co-host, Annie Groneman, who is the New York State Empire Cup champion in seven events throughout the state of New York. You just own New York, don't you? I did back then. Back then. Back then. Now he just owns, um, what do you own? A little well, house, yeah, little house a little, in the burbs. Yeah, all a little house own. in the burbs. <laughs> it's time for the couple all- of cookers. <laughs> couple. It's time now for all things barbecue spotlight. All things barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cuck up the kind of barbecue that will help have your neighbors. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase uh, what, that. What? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still upset over you guys not insulting me. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't we'll learn to read your notes. I Dave. Know, There's I an insult. Here's the thing. Go Get to all glasses. things barbecue. If you're not in Wichita, <laughs> check it out online. They got great products and you get these products. You start cooking and your neighbors will be ticked. How's that for a, for a slogan? Very, very nice. Do that, we don't want to make them mad. We just want them to come back for more. Get your neighbors ticked with all things barbecue. I'll make a banner for them to hang in the store. That is their new slogan. <laughs> Tick off your barbecue neighbors at all things barbecue. Uh, but seriously, check out their website. They got everything you need at atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. 
BBQ.com. All right, Andy, what do you got for so, a So along those lines, and I'm not trying to tick anybody off. Go I'm, for it. Go I want to make them excited and ready to come back over and have more barbecue. And maybe they bring bourbon when they come. <laughs> but uh, one of the keys to good cooking in general is how you finish, mm-hmm. right? And so um, there is a spice grinder called the Crush Grind. And that company makes a little grinder called the Cala Grinder. And they use a ceramic blade on them. And so anything that I use on the food when I'm cooking it to Mm -hmm. prep, you know, the rubs we put on, if you can fine grind that at the end, you can sprinkle that like little magic fairy dust over the top of your food as a finishing pop. And so those grinders work great for that. They've got a nice size base. They're ceramic, so they don't wear... Uh, and they're very consistent in how they grind. So those Cala Spice Grinders, that was my product choice for today because I thought, you know what? Finishing is one of the most important things. And what do I, how do I do that? And I always typically will put a little super fine grind of whatever I've been using to, to season with at the beginning of the cook at the end just to give it that little pop. So if you think, you know, the bigger chunks of pepper and salt and See, how we I was going to say pepper because every once in a while I'll be having something and I bite into a pretty big one and that's just too much. Yeah, uh, right? So you don't want to get that big hit right. of something. You want it to just melt into the meat. So mm-hmm. a really nice fine grind will just melt into that juicy piece of meat. And then when you take your bite, you get the little flavor explosion and you just... Grind it down super fine and just give it a little dusting right over the top. Oh, that sounds perfect. And, of course, you can get that at All Things Barbecue with their new slogan, Tick Off Your Neighbors at All Things Barbecue. (laughs) We'll be hearing from their lawyers soon, I'm sure. Thank you, Dave. And their website is AT. You'll be able to make barbecue so good, you'll tick off your neighbors. I think think I'm onto something. They better send me some money for this. Uh, ATBBQ.com, but they do. They have just outstanding products there. So here we are. It's summer, at least where we live, middle of a really gross heat wave. And as much as I do, and I still do, eat barbecue as much as I can, I'm also thinking, let's talk about something light, like some summertime appetizers. And luckily for us, we have the uh, the app- summertime appetizer expert in Annie Gronerman. What are you kind of thinking for summertime apps? So there's there's all kinds of ways we can go with this. So you can do... Uh, something really refreshing like a grilled watermelon slice, uh, which is great. I like to do a grilled bruschetta. Okay. So if you think about the, the components of, of a bruschetta or a bruschetta, or however you want to pronounce that, you know, it's very simple. Bruschetta. Of some of us in, in the Midwest, you we call it bruschetta. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got, you know, you've got a, a crustini or a toast. You've got a slice of really good tomato, a slice of fresh mozzarella, oh, and then good. basil, right? And then a really nice balsamic over the top. Not not some weak vinegar, a really nice balsamic that's now, aged and has like, a good mouthfeel. Can you use like virgin olive oil or do you want to do something you more like that? You can do a little bit with that, but you want that acid from the balsamic. Okay. So to, to turn that into a nice summer grilled appetizer... I'll take that baguette that I'm going to use to make mm-hmm. my crustinis and I will put a little bit of a garlic olive oil on those Man. just to give it a hint of garlic yeah. in there. I know it's not traditional, but I like to do it. And then I'll toast those on the grill so they get a little bit of smoke mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, golden brown on the grill. And then the tomato slices I will also put on the grill 
and oh, okay. get a little bit of color on them. Nice. And you can do that on a grill mat or you can put them right on the grates. Sure. It's whatever works. And then I've got those two elements that are grilled. So you get that little bit of smokiness in your bruschetta when you go to take the bite. That it's sounds a, it's so amazing. Good. That sounds so good. And we have a cheesy potato recipe that we could take up against the old plowboy one that you just <laughs> were, you know, working towards, but that's a whole nother thing. Okay. Well, talk about the the watermelon you first mentioned. So watermelon is a is a great uh, fruit because it's got so much moisture in it, right? Mm-hmm. We can sear that off and get some grill marks on it and it'll still maintain that kind of soft, cool texture. And you can do that. Uh, I even put like sometimes a little bit of, I'll take the juice out of that after I grill it. Mm-hmm. And you make cocktails out of it. Oh. And you get that smoky watermelon element. You can use like a little gin and make a nice little cocktail. Uh, There's all kinds of things you can do with that piece of it. And then the other thing that makes for great um, kind of summer grilled apps is I like to use, you've seen like the jalapeno poppers, right? Right. I like to actually use the sweet peppers that are that size. Okay. And we core those and cut them in half and then stuff those with, a blend of sausage, a little bit of Plowboy's Yard Bird Rub, cheddar, and cream cheese. Man, that sounds and like some tailgating type stuff. <laughs> yeah, it You does. can definitely use it for a tailgate. Yeah. But every summer party we do, those you just fill those up as a boat and set them on the grill and let them just cook until they're just starting to wilt a little bit and you pull them off and they disappear. People just go nuts over them because everybody can eat them. If you wanted a little bit of a hot element, you could add hot sausage or add some chili flake to your mixture to give a little bit of heat versus, you know, the jalapenos, it's always a little bit of a gamble. Are you going to get one that's hot, hot, or are you going to get one that's just hot? Okay. So when you use these sweet peppers and they're red, orange, and yellow, you know, so they're they're really pretty on the plate. They look good coming off the grill. Um, I like to make poppers out of those and those just disappear. Like I can cook pounds (laughs) pounds and pounds of them and they just get chowed it's it's a great throw it on the plate walk around anybody can grab one and eat it very nice and lastly we're we're running out of time but what about taking some fruit and put it like on a skewer and then put it on the grill is that something that's that you might do absolutely you can skewer uh, peaches is a great one nice and i like to just give them a little bit of a brush with like a sugar coated Mm -hmm. solution so whether it's just water or a juice with some brown sugar in it and brush those they'll caramelize up really nice it's just a great way to do it summer summertime treats from andy groneman look for that book in your bookstore coming out (laughs) soon hey we want to again thank our good buddy todd johns for being on the show todd of course from plowboys barbecue and you can get his products by the way at all things barbecue a place where you can, you know. And also our August <laughs> barbecue sauce of the month is Smoke on Wheels bootleg bourbon-infused barbecue sauce that you can get at All Things Barbecue, which is atbbq.com. And next week we'll be talking about corn on the cob, so tune in for that. That's going to be next week right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. You love food, and when you love food, 
You'll love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free 800-223-9667.